0: Tap the banner to go to monday.com and build your own amazing workflow, or find an awesome template. No judgment. This video is sponsored by Verve. <laughs> he gonna die. Hey, psst, little boy. You wanna see something creepy? What do you mean by creepy? And why are you in my closet? Well, I found this pork chop in your closet. It doesn't matter. What does matter is this. Let me stop you right there. I've got all the creepiness I need. Because I have a subscription to Verve. Mm-hmm. For just $9.99 a month, Verve offers a platform where I get to access all my favorite shows in one place, like Attack on Titan on Crunchyroll, My Hero Academia on Funimation, and now Tales from the Dark Side on Shudder. Just look at what you're missing. Oh, God. Looks like great-aunt Kathy just got out of the hospital. Tales from the Dark Side is a series where every episode is a new scary story. So join me so we can have some nightmares together. Click the link in the description for seven free days of Verve. Thanks, Verve. Now, I know you came here for those creepy Target stories, so I'll let you get to it. I'm gonna check out this pork chop situation. So long. There's a uh, there's poop in here. Number 1. Targeted at Target. Submitted by Marie R. This happened to me not too long ago. I'm 23 years old with two adopted daughters. One's name is Alice and she's six years old. The other is Lisa, 10 years old. One night, Lisa was having a sleepover with some friends and asked if we could go to Target to get some snacks and to shop around. Target was the nearest grocery store, so I decided what the heck. So I loaded up the girls and took off in my car. It wasn't very late that night. Even still, there were only a few cars in the parking lot. I assumed they belonged to the employees. We walked inside and headed towards the snack aisle. And at that point, I hadn't seen any other customers in the store. After that, we walked over to the girl's clothing so I could look at some stuff for my daughters. And that's when I finally noticed someone else was there, someone who wasn't an employee. It was an older-looking man, he must have been in his late 50s, and he was looking at the young girl's undergarments. I thought in my head, what is this guy doing? But I didn't say anything out loud. I mean, as far as I know, he may have been buying something for his granddaughter. After spending a few minutes there, we began to head toward the food aisles, and I noticed the man was now following us from a distance. At first, I wasn't sure if he was following us, Perhaps he was just heading the same way we were. But when I made some deliberate turns around corners that I didn't need to go down, he continued to follow us. And then I began to notice the entire time he was walking behind us, he was staring at my youngest daughter with a very disturbing ear to ear grin. He didn't even try to hide it, he was just staring right at her, like a wild animal eyeing some meat. I turned around, trying to hide my nerves, and I stammered. Do you need something, sir? But there was no response. I picked up the pace into the snack aisle. Lisa started for the smart food popcorn, since that stuff is her life. That girl could live off of popcorn. Suddenly, I heard what sounded like cans falling over and hitting the floor. I turned around and I saw the same creepy old man staring at me and Alice. I stepped up and asked why he was following us, but still, he refused to respond. The freak wouldn't even look at me. He would just keep staring at my Alice with the creepy grin on his face. God knows what was going through his head. Alice, being a curious six-year-old, asked, Mommy, who is that? And I timidly said, sweetie that's just some man shopping like we are the man finally turned around and walked away and I thought we were finally safe Lisa came back around the corner loaded down with tons of junk food and she dropped it all into my cart I looked at what Lisa had picked out and I didn't notice that Alice had wandered off only when I heard a familiar child screaming did I realize she was gone I ran towards the source of the noise and what I saw made me want to throw up. The creepy man was squeezing Alice by the arm and pulling on her. He was gritting his teeth and baring them while smiling still, staring down at her. But when he saw me, he looked up and frowned. He almost seemed angry. As soon as he saw he was caught, he ran away right out of the store. You better believe I filed a police report and cried holding my daughter, who could have been taken away from me that very night. Over and over, I made the mistake of giving this man the benefit of the doubt. But after all, my instincts were correct. He was bad news. He tried to take my daughter away from me. Luckily, that man was identified and arrested but he's pleading innocence and dragging out this court case for too long. We'll get him in the end, but what really scares me is the fact that he's out on bail, even though the store has video evidence of him committing the crime. After all of this happening to me, I have some advice for you. Never leave your children unattended and try to always know where they are. You can't trust anyone else around you And until you're behind bars, creepy man, let's never cross paths. Number two, The Joker at Target, submitted by Hannah. I'm 16 years old, and I went to Target one night around 9 p.m. to try to hunt down some Funko Pop figurines which are these collectible items from TV shows or movies, if you didn't know. As I entered the store and walked to the back where they keep them, there was a man wearing a ratted up tank top and cargo shorts. His hands were covered in this black, greasy substance like he had just been working on his car and his hair was really long and white and completely untamed. Better yet, the guy was standing there looking at Disney stuffed animals I walked up next to him to grab a Target Edition Daryl Dixon Funko Pop as I put it in my cart. I suddenly saw the man was staring at me and even when I looked back, making him know that I knew he was looking at me, he just wouldn't stop. I am the kind of person to be upfront with people when they make me uncomfortable. So I asked him, uh, can I help you? And in return, he just grunted, got closer to me then breathed in through his nose like he was smelling me, taking a big whiff. Then he walked away, leaving me beyond shocked. After standing there motionless for about five minutes, I finally gathered myself again and tried to move past that weird incident. Then I began scanning the Funko Pop figurines again. After I had my selection, I headed to the checkout where I saw the man again standing in a closed down Starbucks across the way. And before I even saw him myself, his eyes were on me, drilling holes into my soul. As I got checked out by the cashier, he began to watch each and every item that got scanned one at a time. I was already getting goosebumps again. This guy didn't know the meaning of privacy, but the worst was yet to come. By the time everything was paid for, I was in such a hurry to get outside and just leave that place, to leave that guy in the dust. I grabbed my bags, then looked at the Starbucks once more, but the man was gone. Now, at this point, I hope you don't blame me, but I had to ask the worker there if he would walk me out, and I think this cowardly decision to ask someone for help is probably the only reason I'm still alive to this day. The worker got his manager and brought someone else to walk me out. It must have been 10.30 by then. The guy he brought to help me out was a very tall and well-built man. He was probably my age, and just from the looks of him, he made me feel much safer. As we got to my car, there was a Harry Potter Funko Pop on the trunk of it, and I immediately began wondering, who would do that, and why? I began to freak out, How did that man know which car was mine? He must have been watching me before I ever entered the store. Suddenly, the man stepped out from behind my car. He must have been waiting hunkered down by the driver's side door. I think the only reason he showed himself was because he saw that a taller man was with me. And a little too late did I realize that the crazy man was holding a knife. He seemed to growl at me. He had this big frown on his face, like he was disappointed. Then he put the knife away in his pocket, turned around and walked into the darkness. I looked at the employee and he looked back at me and silently we both agreed that this was the most insane situation. I thanked him for walking me out to my car and in a flash, I got in my car and sped out of that parking lot. I'm so glad I got someone to help me out because I don't think I'd be alive still if I hadn't been a puss and asked someone to escort me out. Still, for the next several months after this incident, I felt like I was followed. I felt eyes on me when I was alone. In my own home, I didn't feel safe. And for the longest time, I was worried that the man was following me everywhere I went. He was so angry that night and so disappointed, I thought for sure that he would have followed me home just to finally have his way, whatever that might have meant for me. Number three, Weirdos at the Target Checkout, submitted by McKenzie W. One day, I was at the checkout line in Target, trying to finish up on some shopping. There was this couple in front of me. The man looked to be in his late 20s, maybe early 30s. Pretty average looking, except for the very, very blonde hair. It was the color of He-Man's hair. The woman, however, looked extremely terrifying. She looked far older than the man, but it may have been how rough she looked. She barely had any teeth, and what she did have were almost solid dark yellow. Her skin was very textured, wrinkled, and saggy. She was pudgy in the middle and short with mangled brown and speckled white hair. She had these beady brown eyes that were so dark, they looked solid black almost. Her eyes reminded me of a freaking shark. They had that same look of pure emptiness. At one point, as I waited in line behind them, She gave me this eerie glance and it creeped me out almost instantly. Suddenly the man turned to look at me and told me I could go in front of them. I said thank you and as I was swiping my card out of the corner of my eye, I saw the couple staring me down, giving me the once over. Then I heard the man say in an all too loud whisper, remember to follow her outside. He was trying to be quiet but I had heard him perfectly as he whispered to the woman. At that moment, my entire body felt like a flushing toilet. I felt numb. I started feeling nauseous. I got chills from the head down. I'm sure the cashier thought I was going to be sick because of how pale I turned and because of the expression on my face. When the cashier handed me my items, I speed walked out of the store. As soon as I exited the store, I sprinted to my car, jumped inside and began to peel out of there. I thought I made it out in record time, but the moment I looked in the rearview mirror, I nearly had a heart attack. It was the same man and woman. They were in my parking space. They had followed me out and they had apparently almost caught up to me. What they wanted to do, I don't know, but what chills me more is that the man was writing something down on a notepad as he stared at my car. I think he wrote down my license plate number or maybe the make and model of my car. Again, I didn't know why. I just didn't want to find out. For a long time after that, I didn't leave the house in my vehicle and I had off and on nightmares about the situation. I've gone over the situation in my head a thousand times, telling myself it was just a creepy coincidence. Maybe I just heard the guy wrong in the first place but that doesn't explain why they skipped the checkout entirely to chase me to my car. It doesn't explain why they were writing something down on that notepad. Heck, I'm still scared for my life over this situation, and I wish I knew that I was safe, but I don't. Be careful when you're out in public alone. Keep your eyes and ears peeled, because the most dangerous things out there are other people. With my busy schedule, I find it's the perfect game to pick up and play whenever I've got a free moment. It doesn't demand too much time, and it's pretty satisfying solving puzzles quickly and unlocking new clues. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24 seven customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quitgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Number four, pervy target worker submitted by Ash. This happened a long time ago when I was 12 years old. I was at a Target with my mom and little brother, picking up groceries. We had done our basic usual walkthrough of the store when we hit the beauty bath aisle. I had not been feeling well that day, so I told my mom that I needed to use the bathroom. As I was walking in the direction of the restrooms, I soon saw a male employee staring at me, but I brushed it off. Maybe he was just making sure I didn't need help, I told myself. I got to the bathroom, then did my business. After I cleaned myself up, I walked out, and again, I passed him on my way back. But this time, I noticed something. He was staring at places you should not stare, especially when you're 12 years old. I watched his eyes travel down the front of my body. Then I watched him lick his lips. He did it in a way that suggested that he wanted me to see. Then a grin began to grow upon his face. And as soon as I saw that, I began to walk faster and I could feel tears in my eyes and confusion in my heart. I was so young and I had never felt so comfortable before. And in the end of it, I felt like I had done something wrong. I was the one that felt guilty I glanced behind me when I had passed him and of course he was still staring I power walked back to my family and I just stayed quiet after my mom checked out our stuff she went over to the counter where he was working she talked to him and she had to go get something from the car so suddenly I was left alone with this freak and my brother and the whole time we waited he would not stop staring at me. Just before my mom walked back in, he kissed the air with his lips in my direction and it made me shudder. Finally, my mom came back and she finished up all of our shopping right then and there. When we got back to the car, I got in my seat and just broke down crying. My mom was immediately surprised and asked me if I was okay. I think she thought I was feeling worse. I was, but it wasn't because I was feeling sick. Well, not in the same way. I didn't want to say a word. I was so scared that I'd be in trouble if I did. But eventually, as she kept on asking me if I was okay, I told her everything that had happened. She looked horrified. She hugged me and told me she was sorry, that she shouldn't have let me go alone. And to my young self's surprise, I was more relieved than I ever thought possible. Since that day, we never went back to that target. My mom wanted me far away from that guy. As for him, I hope he got fired and was forced to live on the streets, away from people, away from the kids that I think he wanted to harm. Number five, The Target Maniac. Submitted by Dalton. I was around five years old when this happened. Back then, my family used to go to Target every other week. That day, my sister and my mom pulled into a Target parking lot, and we found a good spot to park in. At the time, we were told by our parents to stay in the car until they said to get out. And that's where it all started. We were parked there next to a man sitting in the driver's seat of his car at first, We obviously assumed he was waiting in his car for someone to come back. My mom opened my sister's door, and at the same time, the guy opened his. I didn't think too much about it, as I was only five at the time, and my sister was even younger at the age of three. We were too young to care what this man did. The guy himself was about six foot two and had dark skin and hair that came down to his back, Right away, when I glanced at him, I was in awe at his appearance. Being that young, I don't think I'd ever seen anyone look like that before. My mom even mentioned it, telling us to turn around and look at that weird guy. And that just made me want to look even more. We began to approach the store, and we were nearly at the sidewalk when my big brother's sensors went off. I looked behind me and saw the dude staring at my sister with the biggest freaking smile on his face. Then he turned his attention towards me and looked me in the face for about three seconds. Then he looked down. After that, my mom turned around and I swear the man jumped back about five feet and hid around a corner. As I watched this unfold, I was thinking, this is weird. And then we went inside, but the man followed us around every corner. Believe me, I did not stop watching behind us. The guy reminded me of a cartoon character. The further we went into the store, he would keep pace with us, jumping behind new cover every few seconds. At first, I thought it was funny. I was too young to understand the danger that was implied. At one point, my mother walked a few feet away to go get some cereal or something or other, leaving my sister in the basket sitting there and me at her side. Then that big man approached us, got right up to the basket, towering silently over us two kids, and then he bent down and whispered something to me, and I'll never forget what he said. Keep quiet. You don't want your sister to get hurt, do you? My mouth hung open at those words. I finally understood that this man was a very, very bad guy, and luckily, Instead of listening to him, I did instead what my instincts told me to do, and I screamed. At that moment, my mom turned around at lightning speed. She ran over to her basket, got right in the guy's face, and said, "'Can I help you with something? "'Could you please get away from my kids?' Everyone around us began to stare at the man. So in turn, he took a few steps back and didn't say a word. Then, before walking away, He looked down at me and gave me the most wicked look. I don't think I've ever seen anyone so angry. My mom then hurried through Target, missing a few items so that we could just get the basics and get out of the store. And luckily, we never saw him again during that trip. I don't know what that guy wanted, but something tells me he wanted to take my sister. So to the creepy psycho from Target, let's never meet again. Number six, Double Weirdos at Target, submitted by Tyler R. I was 13 years old. I lived in a small neighborhood, relatively close to a bigger Target. The Target is a popular place for teens of the neighborhood to hang out and meet up. It was only popular because it was basically the only place to hang out. You know how small towns go. Well, me and a friend, let's call them Brady, had made plans to meet up with some other friends at Target. We'll call them Kira and Sarah. We hopped on our bikes and rode to Target, taking our usual route. It was all going normally until we rode past a wannabe gangster-looking guy. He was about 5'8", African-American, and he was in his early 20s, He was wearing all red Jordan's gear and was walking the opposite direction of us. As we passed him, he gave us a few dirty looks. Then he gave us what looked to be a gang sign of some sort with his hands. Keep in mind that this was in all broad daylight and right next to a playground with a bunch of children still present. The parents of the kids started to notice the weird character and began packing their things up and getting ready to leave. I don't blame them. Who knows what could go down if gangs are involved? After we had long since passed the guy, Brady and I made a few jokes about him and brushed it off as nothing. Although that might be bad, it gets much worse. Kira and Sarah decided to pull a little prank on us by saying that they hadn't arrived yet. So Brady and I just sat there at the front of the store, eyes like hawks for a good 10 minutes, trying to spot our friends who were apparently already there. Then out of nowhere from behind us, they jump out, giving our hearts a good pounding. After my heart rate went down and I finished laughing, we walked into Target and headed straight for the snack section. At one point, I looked to my left and I swear to God, I saw the same guy from the street in the fruit section nearby and he was eyeballing us I mean, I saw the entire whites of his eyes. He didn't blink and he would just stare. I looked at him, then I told my friends to check this out. And as we all stared back at him, perplexed by what he wanted, he looked away finally and he exited the store. Had he followed us? We didn't even do anything to him. I couldn't help but wonder why he was there and if he really did have some sort of problem with us. Better yet, he was on foot So how did he beat us here? At this point, Brady and I were getting nervous. We hesitantly and quickly grabbed our food of choice and we went to the checkout to pay. Kira and Sarah were on their phones the whole time and they didn't notice anything. After we said our farewells to Kira and Sarah, we were about to walk out the store when we were confronted by some woman. She was wearing a tattered black tank top and had tan skin and she looked to be in her mid-30s. She told us she saw us in the chip aisle and was wondering if she could pay for our food. I was actually considering it, but then I remembered how similar this sounds to other child abduction stories. And I also noticed that there was a man nearby, the lady, who seemed to be keeping a good eye on her and us. She was a bit too friendly for our liking, so we declined, then hopped on our bikes and drove home as fast as we could. The entire way, we kept looking behind us, certain that some stranger was going to try to harm us or take us away for good. Now, all of this could be coincidences. Perhaps the gangster-looking guy could have just gotten picked up by a friend and we just happened to see him again at the store. And maybe the lady and her male friend were just being nice. Or maybe I'm just in denial. Maybe it's not very safe for a couple of kids to be out by themselves that day was a little too weird and a little too creepy. And number seven, The Man at Target, submitted by Nicole. To start off, Target has been my go-to place for me as long as I can remember. My mom would often go there at least four or five times a week, We were there so often that the employees would remember us by name and greet us whenever they saw us. However, it never occurred to me just how dangerous a shopping center could be until one night changed my life forever. You see, I live in a small town in southern West Virginia. There are no more than 5,000 people who reside in my area. And besides that, most of them are elderly and harmless and the occasional young punk who will do anything for a buck. All in all, it's a fairly nice place and a safe area, but that's what I always thought. I never once considered that I might be wrong. One night after school, my mother asked me if I wanted to go to Target with her to pick up a couple of groceries, and of course I agreed, and we went on our merry way. Usually, we went to Target during the evening or the early morning. But that night, it was nearly midnight. So, of course, when we got there, there were no other cars in the parking lot, but maybe one or two that were the employees. We were greeted by familiar faces and smiles as we made our way down each aisle. I was only eight or nine years old at the time. I remember how excited I was when we approached the candy aisle And of course, I begged my mom to buy me some candy, but she was stern and said no. As I continued walking with her, upset that I didn't get my way, we began to notice that someone was following us from aisle to aisle. And it wasn't in the normal way a person would if they were just going up and down the aisles to look at things. It was very obvious that they wanted to follow us from a distance. My mother, being protective as she always was, quietly told me to stay by her side and to not wander off. As we quickly turned the corner and went down the next aisle, we stopped hearing footsteps, so my mother began to calm down. But just as she breathed a sigh of relief, a man poked his head out of the aisle that we were just in, and when my mother locked eyes with him, he quickly went back around the corner. Needless to say, seeing something like that, it really creeped me out. At that point, my mother had enough and she decided to confront this strange man. She held me tightly by the hand and we both slowly walked around the corner of the aisle and to our surprise, there was no one there. Thinking that maybe this person was looking for someone and it was a big misunderstanding, we went about our shopping. Just as we were finished and about to get to the checkout lanes, my mother spotted the strange man once again. Staring at us like before with that same sinister stare that only she could describe as hatred. And my mother was fed up about it. She marched right over to him and asked him what his problem was and why he kept staring at us. He simply replied, Why didn't you buy her candy? She's such a pretty little thing. She deserves it. My mother was so red in the face by then that I knew she was about to go off on this guy, but before she could say anything, he began to reach out for me, and he almost grabbed me by the arm before she tackled him to the ground and began to scream for help. I was confused, and I stepped back and watched the scene unravel before me. One of the regular employees who knew us immediately called the police and said that they would be there within 10 minutes. Once the police arrived, It turns out the man had been previously wanted. He apparently had touched children and had stashes of pictures that he shouldn't have. As my mother was giving her statement to the police officer, I'll never forget that face, that evil grin, and especially not the words he spoke to me. I'll be back for you, my pretty girl. He muttered it to me as the police walked him out the door. That encounter gave me nightmares for weeks, and since then I've never returned to Target, nor do I ever want to. It just comes to show you how crazy people are nowadays, and how protective parents need to be for their children, because you never know who is lurking in your town, wanting to take your child and do who knows what. In my town, Target is basically a slightly more expensive, cleaner, and more red Walmart. But everyone knows how freaky Walmart people can be. So someone's gotta show the world that the people at Target are very much the same. There are psychos who want to abduct you, perverts who want your children, and people who block the entire aisle just so they can look at the soup and not buy anything, jerks. Good night. Be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe if you enjoyed the video. And don't forget to click the link in the description to claim your free week of Verve. Also, a huge thanks goes out to my newest patrons. They are Thomas Linkus and Annie Nab. Thank you both so much for becoming patrons and supporting this channel. And as usual, to all of you out there listening, stay safe and stay creepy